Hi, this is Eileen Graff, and you are listening to TV Confidential. The Roberts with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will air next week on the station at the usual time. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, our guest this hour is Jared Hewitt. Jared Hewitt, longtime voice of the Disney Channel and a voice that you have heard on more than 2,000 commercials, including national ad campaigns for Coca-Cola and White Castle Hamburgers. Jared's latest book, The Answer is Energy, is available in bookstores everywhere, as well as Amazon.com, JaredHewitt.com, and wherever books are sold online. Jared's other books include The Big E, Everything is Energy, which he co-authored with our mutual friend, D. Wallace. Uh, he also is the author of Love, Life, and God, The Journey of Creation. For more about Jared, jaredhewitt.com, jaredhewitt.com. Speaking to D. Wallace, and this goes back to your... I love D. Oh, I, I don't say this on the air, but uh, it, because and it, 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 it's like every now and then people ask, do you have a favorite guest? And it's, that's that's like asking if, if if I were a parent. That's like asking which which child is my favorite. <laughs> right. If I had to make a short list of favorite guests, it's Dee Wallace because she's I amazing. you know she is just I mean she's just so super positive, and just in, insightful and smart and interesting. And I don't always know where the conversation is going to go with Dee. <laughs> But I know it's going to be interesting. It's going to be insightful, and it's going to be—it's just great. It's just—it's great radio. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. We that the Big E was a book that we wrote. There was a uh, so you know she she does acting. I do voiceover, and we were teaching metaphysical workshops in Los Angeles together. Um, we started. I met D when I first I first went out to Los Angeles thinking I was going to die. That was my deal. It was like, okay, I have six months left to live. What do I want to do with it? I want to go to Los Angeles. And it was right before 9-11, and so that just ratcheted up the anxiety. But I met D while I was out there, right when I got out there through a mutual friend, because uh, they knew that I could kind of see energy and do things. And they said, okay, there's this other kind of weird lady that you should meet. <laughs> and uh, Weird in a good way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, cause, you know, it, 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 was, it was that kind of like, okay, you're kind of a energy. Uh, yeah. We're going to put you over here with this lady. Yeah. And uh, we immediately hit it off. And uh, over the years, you know, we would get together a couple times a week, and we would work in, together, and we'd do things. And when the writer strike happened, I guess around 2007 or 8, um, she and I had gotten together, and uh, both of you know, she was a school teacher, and uh, I went to school. My degree eventually was in um, creative writing and literature, and so we got together and we said, "Hey, let's write a book." And so that was where the big E came from. But uh, I'm still, I, matter of fact, I talked to her uh, last night. We we still talk to each other a couple times a week, and she's 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 a fantastic woman. I love her to death. And one of the things you'll learn, and the answer is energy, is the role D played in helping Jared on his path as a voiceover artist. Yes. she. So my very first acting class, matter of fact, I, was, I had an internship at Warner Brothers, and they said, uh, hey, we encourage you to go kind of explore all channels. And uh, I took Dee's acting class, and her acting class started out at that time with a little meditation. And um, that was my first kind of we looked at each other, and this was kind of that, that moment where, uh, it was like, oh, you see energy? I see energy. Hey, we should get together and we should talk about this, you know, through an acting class. And uh, so we started working on that, and we started working. I, there's a little exercise in here that I talk about that we were uh, – later on we would teach at workshops. And uh, this was a, a, an exercise where at the time I had just signed with the William Morris Agency, uh, you know, off, fresh off the bus basically. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't know that was kind of the end-all, be-all place to be. 
and uh, kind of walked in, and they signed me and took me, and uh, we were working this little uh, thing, and, and I started working, and I thought, okay, what would be a cool thing to do? And for me, it had always been, you know, oh, okay, like, you know, I want to be the voice of, I just picked the biggest thing I could think of, which was Coca-Cola at the time. And uh, so we were doing this little exercise, D&I, and uh, cut to maybe a month or so later, it was the Winter Olympics, and I got hired to do all of the Coca-Cola ads for the Winter Olympics, and that was like the first or second season of American Idol, so they were running all over Fox Television. Um, just, you know, there's lots of little fun synchronistic stories, and I share the exercises and things that get the energy built up to really help you create and to do it in fun ways. But Dee and I had all kinds of, uh, we, we, we went through all kinds of experiences like that together where she would create things, I would create things, and we would come together and compare notes on how we did it. And uh, all of those things are in the book. The book is based off of about a decade of 30-day uh, coaching seminars and 30-day programs I would do, and some were on money, some were on relationships, some were on career, you know, all of the various subjects, and I basically uh, took each one of them and pared them down into a chapter or a couple of chapters, and uh, that's why it's called A 30-Day Guide to Creating Your Ideal Life, Embracing True Abundance, and Knowing Your Worth from Within, because I basically kind of kept that same format, and there's a meditation at the end of each one because I think that it's very important to rather than just give you kind of the knowledge or spit some things out at you, to give you kind of a heart-based experience where you can physiologically internalize it, where your body has kind of a little reaction at the end, whether it's a feeling peace or feeling excitement or feeling some knowing or kind of settling into your body. When you have that, that response to it, it's not just something, you know, in your brain, your body kind of releases that chemical and you start to get more of a feel for it and it actually starts to kind of build that energy within you and that vibration. And so you'll learn a little bit more about that and the physiology of that in the book as well. So I hope you I hope hope everybody listening that's interested will check that out because it's definitely a fun ride. It definitely changed my life. I mean, it took me from the throes of when I tell people now that, you know, my past about, uh, you know, there were times when I couldn't leave the house. There was, you know, for weeks on end and agoraphobia, the depression, all of that. They look at me like, seriously? You're like, <laughs> I had a nickname at William Morris. A lady came up and she said, you know, we call you uh, HGL behind your back. And I thought, God, that sounds like an STD. What is that? <laughs> and she said, it means happy go lucky. Yeah. Um, and I thought, wow, if you only knew me back in the day, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was the, the depressed kid with the neck beard and the Kurt Cobain posters on the walls. And, um, but so, you know, it definitely has changed my life. And, and I'm, I'm very honored to, to have a little small part in putting some happiness out in the world today. The answer is energy, a 30-day guide to creating your ideal life, embracing true abundance and knowing your work from within is available in bookstores everywhere you can also find it amazon.com wherever books are sold online as we mentioned before uh, as jared just mentioned each chapter uh, there, there there are 30 chapters because it's set up to uh, as, as as a 30-day workshop 30-day course each chapter has a series of meditations that kind of uh re reinforce uh uh, some of the lessons and, and 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 ideas discussed in each chapter, and if you go to if you go to jaredhewitt.com, you will find bonus meditations. So it's so it's, it's so it's thirty days and more. Uh, uh, jaredhewitt.com. The answer is energy. You have a chapter on freedom, not only uh, spiritual freedom, personal freedom, financial freedom, freedom in every sense of the word. Now, if, if I'm misquoting you or if I'm misinterpreting you, please correct me. But there's a section where you talk about, I don't want to feel that way. Right. 
in your chapter on freedom, freedom, you say, when we tell ourselves, I don't want to feel that way, you know, we're actually limiting ourselves because we're focusing on the no instead of on all that the universe has to offer. I think I understand where you're coming from. I do disagree with that statement slightly. Let me, let me, let me give you a, a, a really good example, just concrete. So okay. it's kind of like uh, if my dog comes in and poops on the carpet, mm-hmm. and I say, I don't want that poop on the carpet, mm-hmm. but we just leave it there. So we've not gone forward with that next step and said, I'm going to clean it up, and I'm going to put in what I want. So instead, what most people do, and this may not be what you're doing, but what most people do when they say, I don't want it, I don't want it. Like, for example, when I was sick, all I would do is sit there, and I would be really upset, and I was angry, and I was pissed off that I was sick. And I was in that vibration of I was sick, and I didn't want to be sick. But from an energetic standpoint and how I saw it and why I kept, uh, in a way, creating more of it was I just kept wanting to escape from being sick. And I can, I can put it back. The, the title, uh, it's Chapter 7. It's called The Freedom of Freedom. Mm-hmm. And most people define freedom as escape. And that's the, the sort of the main point that the chapter gets at is most people define freedom as I want out of my current situation as opposed to this is what I want to create. Right. In other words, you know, I want out of my current situation, but, but you don't do anything about it except bitch and moan. Right. Or there's a fundamental difference between – in other words, if you said, okay, freedom for me is the ability to choose anything I want in life versus freedom for me is escaping this hell that I'm trapped in. Do you, can you kind of feel the difference between that or can you see the difference between that? Yeah. So vibrationally, energetically, there are two different things that are created from that. And, and here I'm going to get into the kind of energetics, and this is like law of attraction type stuff. Yeah. If you are saying to someone, freedom is escape, you are saying escape, escape, escape. Mm-hmm. That means that there is some part of you that is continually setting up a pattern wherein you have to escape because that is literally your definition of freedom. So without set, breaking apart that definition of freedom – you are constantly having to set up the dominoes so that you escape because that is your definition of freedom. You cannot have freedom without that part of escape being a part of that freedom, whereas what true freedom is is being able to go out and create yourself however you desire. So it's literally going in and looking at, okay, where is it that you are saying, I cannot be free unless, and starting to take out all of the unless and realizing that, all of the stuff that you're not accepting about your own life right now, like, for example, my own, my own story with the $90,000 in debt, it was like I can't go out and have a relationship unless I can't go out and be successful and get a job unless. And so I just kept creating more and more and more debt, whereas what I should have been doing and what I ended up doing was going, okay, you know what? I've already created this debt. By ignoring the debt, it's not going to go away. I need to just accept what's already there rather than fight it. Because by fighting it, I'm not doing anything other than creating more resistance to it, and that resistance is creating more drag in my field, it's creating more disease, it's creating more illness in my own body, it's creating more stress, it's creating all of these things. Can I just accept it? So when people talk in uh, mindfulness, when they talk about meditation and they talk about just allowing what is to be there, that's ultimately what we're getting at here. And it, that's kind of why you know the chapters build on each other. We're talking about just allowing what is in your life right now to be be there and a lot of people go no i don't want these things to be in my life and that's ultimately what we're talking about because you cannot have true freedom until you can actually look at everything and say 
I actually allow every. It goes back to what I was saying about the relationship with my parents. If you're judging all of these things, and, and, and it's not it's not that it's good or bad to to judge those things because there are some things. Yeah, if you're sitting on a giant thorn, yes, that's bad. You yes. Get off of that thorn and yeah. pull that thorn out, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's but you first have to acknowledge that thorn is there. And a lot of what we do on a daily basis is we have so much resistance to even acknowledging the fact that there are these thorns in our lives. If we can acknowledge the thorn. And some of the thorns aren't, you know, they're not literally pressing into our flesh, but they're pressing into other areas of our, our, our being and our existence. If we can acknowledge that those are there, and then rather than wanting to run from them, if we can sort of take our power back from them so that they don't feel like these giant boogeymen in our lives, mm-hmm. so that we can now walk up to them and say, hey, you don't have any power over me. I'm going to meet you, and now I'm going to start working in a way as to remove you from my life. That's where we really start to have the freedom. Yeah, you're working on the solution. I mean, I you did clarify the question I had about about the basic concept. The way I look at it is, if I'm coming out of a toxic relationship, yeah, and if I say to you, I'm very clear, I don't want this person back in my life. I don't want to invite this person back in my life because I've I've been through this rodeo once or twice before. I know. There is no upside to letting this person back into my life. Oh, 100%. That I would not say is resistance. That, yeah. That's, that's you having a very clear-cut boundary. Uh, that's, that's, so I'll give you an example of that. That is saying, uh, do you want this person in your life? And you say no, as opposed to do you want this person in your life? And you're going, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's the difference between – you giving a sovereign answer and that's it versus you being so overwhelmed with the focus of stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away, because in the stay away, stay away, stay away, there's fear that that person still has power and is coming back versus when you just say no, you just say no and that's it. That's you being in your power. Okay. All right. So good. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, what, what the, again, that's one of the first chapters. So what, what, as we build in the book, it's explaining to people the sort of the difference of what we just explained, because a lot of people, their definition of uh, freedom begins to, well, I can't have freedom as long as I'm going, no, 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 no. And that's, that's what we're explaining is that you've got to be able to take your power back so that no, 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 no. And that fear becomes your sovereign ability to just say, no enough right that's it which go- moving. yeah which goes back to how we began our conversation is it is very easy to let our baggage or or your your words our stories of the past define who we are today and what we can be tomorrow it's very easy to get bogged down by the various laundry lists we either impose on ourselves or that other people impose on us and the challenge is to look past that and focus on what you can do to create the next step you want to take Absolutely, absolutely. Which which goes back to living in the now because the now moment is the moment where we have the power to start changing all of it. You know, we spend so much time looking at the things we did wrong in the past, or looking at sort of the the, the ways that we wish things could be different in the future, that we completely overlook all of the spaces right now where we have the opportunity to start to create those changes. Jared's book, the answer is energy. We'll show you how to find your personal energy it'll show you how you can learn to live in the now it also has uh, some useful things such as the origin of the phrase the eye of the needle uh, the answer is energy available in bookstores everywhere as well as amazon.com jaredhewitt.com you're an interesting guy jared i hope you come back and visit us one of these days in tv confidential
Thanks, Ed. I hope so. It's nice to, nice to be with you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to today. A reminder that both the small book edition and the large book edition of Celebrate Hope by Anna Wilding is available at AnnaWilding.world, AnnaWilding.world, while the small book edition of Celebrate Hope is also available through Amazon.com. Also a reminder that you can follow Michael Bell, Michael Bell's website, MichaelBellVoices.com. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, on behalf of Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, Greg Airborne, our producer, Chris Corman, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on Instagram and if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.